Normally, being a little extra can be a bit much. But when it comes to healthcare, it pays to be extra. And United Healthcare makes it easy with Health Protector Guard fixed indemnity insurance plans. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they supplement your primary plan, helping you manage out-of-pocket costs without the usual requirements and restrictions like deductibles and enrollment periods. So when it comes to covering your medical bills, you can feel good about being a little extra. Visit uh1.com to find the Health Protector Guard plan for you. The Chaser Report is recorded on Gadigal land. Striving for mediocrity in a world of excellence, this is The Chaser Report. Hello and welcome to The Chaser Report with Dom and Charles. And Hang on, no, Charles, I'm resigning. I've got a principled objection. Look, we... You and I got together uh, many years ago in a room and came up with a concept mm. called the Chaser Report. Yes. And I think your subsequent behaviour mm. has completely undermined mm. the nature of this. Yes. I can't do it anymore. Mm. Uh, on principle then, I'm, I'm moving to the back bench of the podcast. Oh. And what I propose to do is mm. that as you continue with the podcast, yes. I will heckle <laughs> and I will try to th- put you off and interrupt. And that will allow me to, mm. to exercise the freedom which I believe Yes. Is my right uniquely within this podcast format, unlike yes. every other podcast. Mm. Uh, except, for something... the, except for the Greens or One Nation or any of – yes, but go on, yes. Yes, and I do so because I've learned from Julian Lisa yes. uh, in the past little while mm. that freedom of conscience and being able to say what you want mm. is enormously important. Where was Julian Lisa at any point in the last 10 years of the shit show – that the Liberal Party had while he was in government. Is this the first thing in in the last 10 years? Like, for 10 years, his government, the Libs, were in power. Oh, did you hear his press and, conference? Just And now that he's suddenly out of power, he suddenly finds a conscience. Well, he says he tried to convince them, Charles. Well, what he said was, I spent many a long time trying to convince mm. my, my colleagues this was a good idea. It's, I guess that was 10 years because... He came up with the idea of very long. He <laughs> yeah. was in the room apparently yeah, where the was. notion of yes. a voice came, was yes. actually invented. Well, this is this is the tweet that he put out uh, just a few minutes ago. Uh, so Julian Lisa was the Indigenous Affairs spokesman for the Libs. Mm. Um, obviously the Libs last week said that they weren't going to uh, support the voice at all. They were going to bind uh, against the voice. And so he put out a tweet saying, almost 10 years ago, I sat down with a small group of constitutional conservatives and Indigenous leaders and worked on a proposal for constitutional recognition of Aboriginal and Torres Strait Islander Australians. The idea we developed was different. It was organic. It was consistent with our constitutional heritage and it was a uniquely Australian idea designed for Australian conditions. The proposal was called The Voice. Which I must yeah. say, given that the TV show The Voice, I yes. think, started in about 2012. Yes. I'm bold to steal the name even then. But anyway, <laughs> yeah. um, so just to, just as a sidebar, um, Julian Lisa is the, the, uh, was the Shadow Indigenous uh, mm. Affairs spokesperson because Ken Wyatt uh, is no longer part of the party. I don't, did he lose his seat? I think he might have. But uh, he was an Indigenous Indigenous mm. Affairs spokesperson. Julian he, Lisa is not. He is now, Ken White, by the way, quit the Liberal Party completely on the weekend. Over this issue. Over this issue. Mm. Anyway, point is, at any point, Julian Lisa could have resigned in the last 10 years over principles of conscience. Like, surely there were other things that went against his... Or is this the first thing that has ever happened in the Liberal Party 
that requires him to exercise a conscience? Is he fine with everything else that has happened in the last 10 years? But, Charles, look, Julian Lisa is a a lifelong conservative. Yes. That means he's a believer in the status quo. Yes. So whatever the status quo may have been, presumably, that was what he he was okay with, and then he was okay with that. And then Mm. Is he someone whose job was taken by Scott Morrison, by the way? At any point, was he was he a minister in the Morrison government? I don't know that he was. I don't know whether he was. Yeah. Um, it, but, it, but presumably, he was okay with that status quo as well mm. until that was no longer the status quo. It's tough being a conservative because mm. the, the the status quo does keep changing as, yes. as things evolve. Yes, but surely the status quo now is to not anyway. Look, point is, I have a very personal beef with this. Because, oh, really? As you know, we we actually went to uni alongside Julian Lee, so he was at a different university. He was he was around. He's certainly around in the sort of. Uh, he was he was certainly a big figure in the young monarchist circles. Yes, they weren't many. There weren't many no, in the tent, but no. he was the leader of those. In the, it was a very small tent. Australians for constitutional monarchy. Mm. So who, even then, even then, he was yes. he was very much the con- constitutional conservative, mm. and the only one I think below the age of thirty. But anyway, so we were discussing because my wife actually uh, debated with him quite a lot uh, when we were you know like twenty years ago. As did 30, I. As ago. did I. And she went, oh. Julian Lisa, like he may be a conservative, but you know he's a man of principle. He'll resign over this, right? And I and I said, no way. He's a cynic. He's a careerist. He's going to bind in behind Dutton, and he's going to go full tilt on delivering a no vote and fucking over Indigenous people across Australia. You right? thought so you thought he wouldn't I, do this. So I you... thought he wouldn't do this, and so I we I, like we had a long discussion, and I just went, no, no way. He is he's staying. He is staying. Right. This was like yesterday because this is the most senior job he's had. He was he was yeah. shadow attorney general as well, so very mm. senior mm. Uh, coalition front front venture. Yes. Until mm. the resignation. So this is this anyway. is the highest he's ever, and then he stepped away from it. So the point is though. That he completely proved me wrong, which I hate, right? And But uh, so this is the thing, right? So I think in some ways, though, I am right. Oh. Right. So even though he did actually, like, all the facts looked so your like. Wife, your wife accurately predicted exactly yes. what he did today. Yes. But I think that at some level I am right. Oh. Because this is the ultimate careerist move, if you think about it a lot, right? <laughs> I'm curious Be- to see how this works, Be- given that it sounds on, like, on the fact, it mm. sounds as though you were completely 100% wrong. Yes. And your wife was absolutely right. Yes. About yes. Julian Lisa. Yeah. Well, maybe just, you know, if you look at sort of the, the prediction the that was surf- made. The surface facts. Okay. Right? But well, I, want you- to, I want to hear you argue this around as to why you were right. Come on. But the reason why I was thinking he wouldn't resign is because he's a careerist. Like, he wants to, you know, ultimately become a very senior Liberal Party politician, right? And my assumption was, well, the way to do that is to hang on to your job, right? Mm. But think about it. Maybe the ultimate careerist move at this point is to abandon the sinking ship that is the HMAS Dutton and move to the backbench knowing that it's a bit the HMAS Dutton is sort of almost like the HMAS Morrison was before it sank, right, except maybe with fewer embarrassing sort of I love photo ops you, in, in hairdressers. I love that but, you're using boat metaphors, by the yeah. way, given, given all that they've, they've both said about stopping them. But anyway. <laughs> <laughs> That's right. Anyway, pointing out, so my point is that actually at this point the careerist move for any lib who wants to actually have a career is to abandon the opposition to the voice, move to the backbench, and then eventually they'll be proved right 
you know, Dutton will and they'll them. they'll take over the the new party. Yes, well, exactly. I read, I read a very um, interesting op-ed um, a couple of days ago. Mm. I think it was in the New Daily, arguing that um, basically they have to completely reinvent themselves, like the New South Wales Liberal Party. That the problem that the coalition has is that it's run by Queenslanders, where the, the, there's the LNP, there's no differentiation between Liberal and National, basically. Mm. And what's happened is that the, that's drawn the party far to the right, mm. and that so what they need, if they're actually going to win back voters and elections and seats like in the teal seats, mm. they have to completely start again. So, yes, maybe you're right. Maybe this is the beginning of the of the new Liberal Party. And the bizarre thing is mm. you wouldn't have thought that Julian Lisa, as a very dyed-in-the-wool conservative, yes. would be the one to lead anything new. It's no. off-brand for him. <laughs> he doesn't do new. <laughs> Cool fact, a crocodile can't stick out its tongue. Also, you can get health insurance for a month or just under a year in some states. United Healthcare short-term insurance plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage for you. Learn more at UH1.com. The Chaser Report. Less news, less often. This article, actually, I should remember who, who wrote it, but I can't, um, actually said that the obvious leader for the New Liberal Party was Bridget Archer, the backbencher who... Basically says no to all the no's. Like yes. The, the, um, the, basically, she's essentially an independent MP mm. elected as a Liberal. So what you're talking about is a new Liberal Party that uh, supports the voice, presumably supports change on climate change. Yeah. What else? What else? Sort of uh, housing affordability. Oh, you know, like yeah. what does it do? Yeah. Like action, like it's centrist sort of action, centrist action, um, socially progressive, yeah, yeah. Uh, economic conservative, right. national security. Yeah. So essentially, the Labor Party. Yeah, we've just solved it. There should be a government of national <laughs> unity. They should just told you, like everyone who's disappointed by Labor, yes. and everyone who's disappointed by which the, is everyone, the, the New South Wales strain of. Yeah. The Liberal Party, which, which got is so, everyone, which is, won't they be delighted to see <laughs> yeah. the it'll, government of national unity who everyone dislikes equally? It'll be like Saddam Hussein, where he gets like, remember, he used to get like ninety nine point six percent of the vote. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. It'll be like that. So we've absolutely solved it. So you think um, this is both a principle and a principled and utterly careerist move? Oh, brilliant! It's so brilliant much. cynicism <laughs> it, it, on a point of principle to quit. So it looks like you're being all principled, but in fact you're just lining yourself up to to lead the Liberal Party. The thing I'm the conf- new Liberal Party. The thing I'm confused by is he's made it very clear that he's ca- campaigning for a yes vote. Right? He's come out and said, "Look, I think there's a problem with the proposal. Um, I want to change the proposal, but I'm I'm campaigning for yes." Yes. Which is a bit odd because he wants to edit the text, mm. but then vote yes anyway to the text that's there. So I don't really understand that. But also, Julian Lisa saying yes to a constitutional change. Like what's yes. how has this happened? Next, who got be, to him? Next, he'll be lining up to do a republic. <laughs> who, who got to Julian? This is not the Julian Lisa we know. From I don't the know. Well, debate. this is why I say I don't think it's real. I think it's cynicism. I think he's looked at the polling numbers and he's gone. Which way is the wind blowing? It's not blowing in favour of HMAS Dutton. Are you thinking leader by Christmas? Oh, I'm. I'm saying leader by the end of the Easter break. Really? So yeah. at the end of the, the end of these school holidays. Yeah. By the end of the Easter school holidays, here's a big call from Charles, <laughs> Charles Firth. I, and look, I've never been wrong before. <laughs> if you drill down, if you drill, from the down, drill down, is that Julian Lisa will be the opposition leader by mm. the end 
of the school, the school holidays. You yeah. know what, though, Charles? You know what he's done? He went out of his way mm. in his statement, in his written statement and in the press conference, Charles, mm. he went out of his way to say he fully supports Peter Dutton's leadership, oh, which no. is what they it's say. On. It's on. It's what they say, yes. isn't it? I remember when Paul Keating said that he supported Bob Hawke's leadership when he went to the backbench. Do you remember when Julia Gillard said she had more chance of being a full forward for mm. the Western Bulldogs, thereby yeah. trying to suck up to voters in her electorate, than becoming Prime Minister in place of Kevin Rudd? Well, mm. no, she mm. was Prime Minister within weeks. Well, Dom, weeks. I, you at the beginning of this podcast announced that you were moving to the backbench of this Chaser Report podcast. Do I have your full support? Absolutely you do. And uh, I'm expecting to be the solo oh, host of this podcast by oh, the end of the Easter shit. break. Fuck. Shit. So, Charles, what does this then mean for The Voice, for the the ongoing debate? Is well, Julian Lisa going uh, to influence anybody here? Is he going to help save the yes case that he thinks needs saving? Well, I, th- I think there's a, there's a couple of steps here, which is, okay, we had Ken White resign over the weekend from the yeah. Liberal Party. Julian Lisa is, has done it on Tuesday. Mm-hmm. Surely this is a drip, drip, drip. Like, and oh. I'm not talking about Peter Dutton. I'm talking about like the the process by which you're talking about the boats that he didn't let in that then sank. Yeah, <laughs> um, but I'm talking about the fact that surely there will be now other less senior Liberal Party colleagues who will now drift to the back bench. Well, who's the senior moderate Simon Birmingham, isn't it? Is he his shadow? Well, no, Simon Birmingham's already staked his claim in lack of principle, which is that. He doesn't agree with the decision to bind for no. Oh, yes. But he's just going to be quiet about it. Oh, that's right. So as, <laughs> as a member of Shadow Cabinet, he's, yeah. he's, he's bound to, to he's pursue a, the party's position. He's bound to just do something that he really profoundly thinks is wrong. Yeah. Yeah. But, but the happy medium is just, just go, yeah. Then don't talk about it. So, yeah, just, so if you can't think of a nice way to say no, don't say no well, at all. Well, as as they always say, philosophers always say, you know, evil reigns. Uh, I mean, evil doesn't. No, evil. What's it? The, evil, the one thing that takes is for, for, for evil to reign is for for for, for good people good to front remain benches silent. To remain silent. Yeah, yeah. Mm, that's right. Something <laughs> like that. The point being that we're from here. Well, I think first of all. The whole the, the Liberal Party politics has to play out, which I think will actually take several weeks of just drip, 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 people leaving and it all splitting apart. And then there'll be this, as you say, small radical rump left who are vociferously arg- arguing no, but they'll have no real relevance. Like if any of the arguments that came out over the weekend against The Voice is, is anything to go by... There's basically no real case against the voice. The, the weird thing about the no case. Mm. They Peter just Dutton's want details. No case, they yeah. want details. But the, they but want the, details. <laughs> but no, but the bizarre thing is he's, he's, Peter Dutton calls it a Canberra voice mm. and said it's going to be this sort of national body, you know, mm. dictating to the parliament. But the, I guess now I see the, the virtue of what the government was trying to do. Mm. By having absolutely no details, yes. you can't really run a scare campaign against something with no details mm. when the whole – Idea is, well, we'll figure it out as the parliament. You'll be in the room where we vote mm. on what it is. And so mm. Julian Lees has clearly gone, well, okay, we'll, we'll just sort it out through the parliamentary process. And, and I think in fairness to the, the proposal, the, the idea is that the representative body of sort of 24 people who would constitute the voice yeah. would come from places other than Canberra. That there would be representatives from remote communities. Now, you know, Far be it from me to to suck up to the remote community bubble um, <laughs> that uh, 
that is such a problem in this sort of uh, world. But, like, yeah, like I think that the whole Canberra bubble thing got it sort of about five seconds of play and then everyone realised that it, it's a very problematic argument to run because essentially part of it is saying, oh, well, there's all these Indigenous people and they've all been made professors and they'll end up on there. And then you've got this whole problem of sort of going, well, so you don't you don't want Indigenous experts? people. You don't want have, Professor you don't, Megan Davis who's you, been a big part of this? You don't want Indigenous people to get an education? Is that where you're but heading down also, now? The other funny thing is that he said, look, the coalition supports regional and local <laughs> voices, right? Yeah. They, so what, oh, that, yeah, what that then means is if that yes. happens, you've got, I don't know, 70, 80 different mini bodies yes. all making proposals. Yes. Do they? Does the Prime Minister have to read through all of them before making a decision? Like no, without no, a national no, no, voice to no. actually pull these things together, no. how can the process even work? No, don't, no, Dom, you misunderstand. What they want is Indigenous people to be able to influence local councils and state parliaments, right? So, you know, as long as all they look at is things like garbage collection times and you know, whether the graffiti is cleaned up at the local bus stop. That's that's the sort of issues that Indigenous people are allowed to have a voice in. If it's anything to do with federal politics, then they've got to fuck off. But then even if the Prime Minister w- w- had to be consulted, they could just go, look, I read all through all 80 submissions. There's no common ground here. I'm terribly sorry. There's clearly not. If only there were one voice speaking uh, to bring together these threads. But there isn't, so right. we're just going to do what we're going to do anyway. Okay, well, there you go. Um, Dom, I'm, I'm sad to see you go. Um, it's, it's the right thing to do. It's the right thing for me and my family and, mm. and for the country. Yes. And it's the right thing for you, Charles, frankly. Well, uh, I, uh, I look forward to your ongoing support from the back then yep. of this podcast. That's right. And um, I'll be right behind you in, in, within you stabbing what, difference. What's that? Noise? Within stabbing what, distance. What are you doing? What are you doing? At last. <laughs> There's one voice we're not going to miss. Aggies from Rogue, we're part of the Iconoclast Podcast Network. I say we, but it's actually just me now. Bastard. Botox Cosmetic, out of botulinum toxin A, FDA approved for over 20 years. So talk to your specialist to see if Botox Cosmetic is right for you. For full prescribing information, including boxed warning, visit BotoxCosmetic.com or call 877-351-0300. Remember to ask for Botox Cosmetic by name. To see for yourself and learn more, visit BotoxCosmetic.com. That's BotoxCosmetic.com. Tired of ads barging into your favorite news podcasts? Good news. Ad-free listening is available on Amazon Music for all the music plus top podcasts included with your Prime membership. Stay up to date on everything newsworthy by downloading the Amazon Music app for free or go to amazon.com slash news ad free. That's amazon.com slash news ad free to catch up on the latest episodes without the ads.